3: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for
2: everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Antibia.
3: This video presents conversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up rituals Scrub stars Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations why keegan-michael key and blumhouse believe 3d audio is the future of storytelling whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook conversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry
4: and welcome back to another great conversation as part of our iHeart Podcast Speaker Series. I'm Will Pearson, Chief Operating Officer of iHeart Podcast. This is gonna be a really fun conversation for me today because I am a big fan of today's guest and her most recent podcast, we'll be talking about her current podcast, but I can't help the fact that I'm going to need to talk a little bit about Ask Me Another. She's a comedian, she's a writer, she's a podcast host. Ophira Eisenberg, thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. So, so happy to be here, Will. As I told you before, in my previous life, having lived in the world of trivia and fun knowledge and what some people call useless knowledge, although I don't really (laughs) believe that to be true, it's fun to learn just about anything, longtime co-host of Ask Me Another. And actually, I want to share with you, my wife used to make fun of me for the way that I would listen to this show because you two would have these contagious laughing conversations. And she walked in the kitchen one time when I was getting ready for dinner and I was laughing about something the two of you were talking about and she asked me what the conversation was and actually the, the laughter in that moment was so contagious that I'd lost concentration on what you were talking about but I was so into the fact that we were just all laughing together that I didn't even know what was funny in the moment. That's how contagious the joy oh was coming out of that show. That
5: uh, That is one of the nicest compliments I think I've ever received. Because that was the whole point. You know, you're yeah. right. Jonathan Colton, who you were talking about, who was the live musician on the show. And, you know, we also had tons of banter as we shepherded the show forward for an hour. He once mentioned to me, the show used to be live. And then during the pandemic, we went to a kind of a studio format, Zoom format. But yeah. once we were doing the live show and it was on this ridiculously huge stage which was crazy for something that ends up an audio product and he did say to me trivia you know where that word comes from small trivial (laughs) like you were saying (laughs) useless bits of knowledge I mean the actual word does point to that but the whole point of the show was to have a good time and I always said we are in a relentless search to have a good time
1: yeah
5: and however we can do that is the point and you know he's Very smart, super talented guy. You know, I'd throw out something that I wanted to talk about. I don't know, like fixing a window. And he had 900 things to say on that, which would prompt (laughs) another 900 things of mine. Yeah. So it was so much fun. It's fun to work with someone who you can laugh with. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you.
4: Yeah, no, that came through very, very clearly. And I loved all of the stupid quizzes. I don't know why <laughs> I was referring back to one the other day, but there was one that I remembered where you, were, you would throw out a name and it was either the name of a character from Bridgerton or a brand of sweatpants. Oh, or yeah. Like a type of potato. And I remember King Edward was, in fact, a type of potato. So when we said useless knowledge earlier, that's so crazy because clearly that is an important thing for people to know. So, yes. Yeah.
5: Know your royal potatoes. It's important.
4: Mm-hmm. No question about it. So, all right. Well, let's let's get to your new show that's coming out this fall. It's going to be called Parenting is a Joke. That's so right. Let's talk a little bit about, first of all, the inspiration for this, but I love the title of the show and I, I do want to know like what exactly about parenting has been a joke for you because this name feels like it could have multiple meanings when you think about it.
5: Agreed. And none of it is making, I mean, there's a light heart making fun of parenting. Right. But I think, you know, part I, I am a stand up comic. You obviously work in an entertainment field. Many of us who work in entertainment, you know, don't have classic hours to our job. I do a lot of live stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this does not marry well with a parent. And there are so many stand ups. Recently, who've become parents. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was like a psychic call out that we need to build some sort of army Mm -hmm. of future improv students. I don't know. But as that has happened, it has really changed the conversation at the clubs. I mean, people's material on stage. And I was yearning for entertainment that I saw reflected on the stage, which wasn't what I would call like the wine in the sippy cup kind of mom parent conversation. It was smart. It was irreverent. It was edgy. And so when I say parenting is a joke, part of it is that it's so ridiculous what you have to deal with as a parent with the sense of your identity, the small problems, the larger problems, the stuff that you're completely ill prepared for. Mm-hmm. And then also you have to just go, Oh, okay, well, now I have to um, step onto stage and be creative for other people. because That <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. So the whole thing of it is a joke. I think also we take parenting so seriously that sometimes we got to laugh at that over the last couple of years with the pandemic, everyone yeah. has seen new stresses in their life with parenting and maybe new. Found appreciation for teachers and caregivers. All you
4: can do is laugh sometimes, and I it's know I appreciate all you can do. It. Yeah. So, who who are some of the people that we can expect to hear from in the podcast?
5: Yeah. So, you know, we have lots of friends that we've worked with over the years. Who you know, maybe surprising to some of the listeners will be like the. That person has a kid, right. uh, but <laughs> you you may know them. For example, Mary Lynn Reiskow, she actually just published a book. Alana Glazer, who has small children. Uh, Mary Lynn has young teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Wood Jr., fantastic stand-up comedy. cast, you know. this is going to be amazing. Yeah, he has a kid the exact same age as my son. Eugene Merman, who has mm-hmm. a young child. Jesse Klein, who yep. you may know as a, a writer for Amy Schumer, and she also just published a book of essays, also kind of making fun of parenting. So it is also talking to people that are doing amazing things. But even in cocktail conversation the other day with a writer at Rolling Stone, we're talking about her writing. And then at some point, she segued into talking about her teenage kid, because I feel like as a parent, it really does end up getting infused with everything you do. Yeah, because
4: it's such a huge part of your life. Before we started recording earlier, you were telling me that you're considering becoming the superintendent of your school (laughs) school system, right?
5: (laughs) Yeah, I was saying that I am someone, you know, in a totally ridiculous way that I will walk into a store or an educational institution, as it turns out, and see the inefficiencies and feel like maybe I need to take it on. Yeah, Maybe this is my new project. Just jump in and be the
4: superintendent. I'm sure it's not that hard.
5: No, no, no. No one has a background in this or needs a resume or experience, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell
4: us about that. I know we've made reference to the fact that obviously being a parent or simply being alive over the past year <laughs> or so, has not exactly been easy. But tell us about your life as a parent. We know you as a podcast host, we know you as a comedian, but you know, tell us a little bit about your your life as a parent.
5: A pandemic parent. Uh, I will start with that. I will say, for most of us that couldn't go out and perform, we went on Zoom to perform, and it's um, not that great.
4: No, I can't imagine what that's <laughs> been like. Yeah,
5: but you know, uh, as a stand-up, you're also sort of like a cockroach. you like you yeah. will thrive in any situation. I see it as the orchid. In the weed thing. You know, some, some orchids need the exact perfect conditions in order to bloom. You can't be yep. that. You yeah. got to be a weed. You got to be a yep. weed. Okay. Just grow ever, grow through That's cement. a pretty good analogy. I like
4: that. I like that. Yeah.
5: Which is also, I think, very much like a parent. There's no more spontaneity in your life, but you're constantly mm-hmm. problem solving on mm-hmm. the fly. Mm -hmm. Right. So I did a lot of Zoom shows during that time and they were, you know what they were, but it was interesting because your life becomes part of the show. So my son would regularly walk into the other room. I live in Brooklyn. There are two rooms in my (laughs) apartment, So he would walk into the other room because it's hard to say, I have a young child to say like, Hey, there's a certain part of the day where this room is no longer part of your house.
4: (laughs) Right. Right.
5: And that ended up being fun. That ended up being like a fun thing. And everyone had their life infused into their work meetings for better or worse and their performance and their conversations. And I think Part of that kind of opened my eyes as a comic too to even bringing even more of that onto stage. I'm not bringing my son onto the live stage. Okay. Just so you know, it's never (laughs) going to happen. Don't expect that. Yeah. Never going to happen. But I regularly am, now that I'm back live, kind of doing this thing with him where I'm putting on lipstick and high heels while I'm serving him a meal. And the shift from where you're like, okay, is everything okay? Does everyone have their needs met? And then 20 minutes later, (laughs) you know, being like, hey, everybody. And you're with a crowd that's had a couple drinks, you know, it's a radical shift.
4: Your son is how old again?
5: He's a six. He'll tell you six and a half.
4: Six, of course. Then that's important. Yeah. <laughs> that's another what, like 15% or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He that's... said
5: no one in his summer camp is also six and a half. I was right. like, okay.
4: Well <laughs> no, no and <laughs> That's pretty great. What is he process of your career? Does he understand that like you you make a living being funny? You make a living telling stories and now probably telling stories about him.
5: Yeah. So for some reason he calls what I do do commedia like I am part of the Italian clown art of commedia dell'arte. <laughs> I
4: like it. It sounds sophisticated. Yeah. I
5: don't know why. And I just decided not to change it. No, I correct like it. Him no, because it sounds it, unique. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound unique. And I go to like a castle in the evening. <laughs> so he he knows that it's jokes and he right. likes jokes. He doesn't love the hours. He's told me that he doesn't yeah. love the hours.
4: Yeah, I can see.
5: But, yeah. you know, you, everyone gets you got to get used to something. And I I do my very best. But also as a six and a half year old, he did say to me the other day, I have a joke for you. And I was like, Okay, and this is exactly what he said. Two guys are at a bar. I was like, oh my God, what's <laughs> going on right now? What do you mean two guys are at a bar? He's like, and they're having a beer. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, so it yeah. was a very innocent joke at the end of the day, but um, I thought this is some advanced. He's joke in film. training, that, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. That's right, he's working on his premise.
1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
0: L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
1: Have you been thinking about LASIK, but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start.
3: L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI.
4: You know, we both know that this won't be obviously the first parenting podcast out there, although it is the one I'm most excited about. But let's talk a little bit about how it will be different than the other parenting podcasts. What are you hoping to do and and not do in the show?
5: One thing I will say, you know, we are in, in no position to give advice. (laughs) <laughs>
4: Clearly. Yeah.
5: So, so this is about laughing. This is about entertainment. And I called it wine in the sippy cup kind of mom stuff. But, you know, this is a different conversation. We're more like shots of whiskey under a weighted blanket. Right, right. Okay. That's where we're coming from. <laughs> yeah. I want to have conversations with people that are, you know, people that everyone knows and loves that are doing great things in the comedy world who just also happen to be parents. I do not yeah. think parenting is cool,
4: Will. Right, right. Okay. I do not think it's cool. <laughs> Not cool. Okay.
5: But a lot of parents are really cool. And everyone has, as it turns out, a really wild story about either how they acquired their children, because mm-hmm. that's everyone is coming at it from a different perspective, mm-hmm. and also a position where they have been in as a parent between shuffling their gigs and their kids and how they make it work. So I am mm-hmm. looking for something that I wanted a parent. I wanted funny, smart, yeah. entertaining conversation about people's lives through the lens of, oh my goodness, they're like me. They're a parent that is trying to figure this out.
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And failing to figure it out, but we're all trying. Yeah,
5: we're all trying. There may be some advice. Someone might have a good idea. Right. In which right. case that will be fantastic. But I don't want anyone to think that uh, they're going to come here and we're going to describe to you, you know, how to feed your kid. I really think
4: people need this though. I mean, you know, it I, I feels like we spend so much time saying in the world we're living in now and all of that. But it's true, like given what we're all going through stress-wise and, and, and what we've all been through over the past couple of years. But even that aside, it just feels like parenting is hard. We all are trying and we all need something like this. We need a chance to laugh and to sort of get a break from the stresses of it all. And to feel like we're sort of in this together, you know?
5: In this together, have a good time. It's going to be a break where you also feel fulfilled. And, you know, in sort of like a, I don't know, I'm not going to say an Ask Me Another style, but I am going to play fun games with our guests. I was going to ask that. But not so much trivia. You know, we are are writing some trivia kind of adjacent games. One that we were just working on because we were talking about teeth on all levels is a huge part of all of our lives, but also when you're dealing with kids at many different ages. So we put together a little quiz where our guest just had to guess between the price of some sort of dental situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or something really fun, like, or you install an in-ground pool. And so we would post these two things and you have to guess which one's more expensive.
4: Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. As a parent that's now going into kid number two, going to the orthodontist, that's... Yeah. um, Yeah.
5: How's that going?
4: Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Definitely didn't want to take a trip instead. I think it's much more fun to do the teeth thing.
5: Right. You would not believe how inexpensive a party bus for 25 people stocked with Pinot Grigio <laughs> and a driver plus tip is.
4: You oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> so as a parent, we're, and, and from the very beginning, were you the kind of mom that was reading all the books, all the pregnancy books and all the early childhood books? Tell me about your approach and all of that.
5: Well, I will tell you that I was someone that spent most, of my adult life and career saying that I was never going to have kids and mm-hmm. I joked about it relentlessly on stage and in my act mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you know I kind of had a uh, I will say a life changing event in my own personal life and then I decided I wanted to try but I was old by that point yeah. Will I was as the medical industry calls me at an advanced maternal age
4: you don't even have to be old so that's sweet. what's shocking it's like early 30s and they start calling it a geriatric pregnancy right oh
5: yeah right yeah. exactly just so kind yeah if it was a guy pregnant they would say something like you know a stud pregnancy I don't know it would be
4: positive or like wisdom would be thrown in there like a very (laughs) wise pregnancy you know right yeah, yeah
5: exactly oh this is the perfect time for you sir it's a yeah. perfect time, but it all worked out well. But I will say I was completely beside myself. Mm-hmm. I tried to read some of the stuff. I found so much of parenting advice that's out there, very contradictory mm-hmm. as it is. Yep. So the only thing that really helped me was bonding with other parents. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of hard as a stand-up where you're bonding with other parents who have really stable lives. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just going to say banker's hours. A lot of people have banker's hours yeah, and they would be like, what do you mean you have to leave at eight? I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to leave at eight to do some shows. So then when I started bonding with other entertainers, let me tell you, it really felt better.
4: Yeah, I can imagine. I would have to imagine in, in your sort of crazy schedule world that the podcasting thing is a nice break from that because there's so much more flexibility. I mean, I was looking at your upcoming schedule. When you're doing stand up, you got to do it at 730 and then you got to do it again at 10. And there's no option yeah. around that. But uh, I would have to imagine it's kind of a fun break to do the podcasting thing.
5: It. Is- is i mean i'm you know i will say too it's been such a huge part of my life for a decade now mm-hmm. just doing a weekly show that i also feel like i i just have a place for it yeah so it's something i kind of count on right all the time as part of my day but i walk around and i'm like uh does anyone need me on a microphone
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just total strangers Be like, do you
5: need me to get in on this? Yeah, just curious. Do you, do you want to talk about something? Because I, <laughs> I have questions. I have questions. So yeah, it is a relief. And, you know, obviously audio form, you know, I don't have to look like I do when I go <laughs> on stage. So sometimes I like what I call a nice ponytail for my podcast session.
4: Yeah, I'll ask the final sort of vague question, but I'm curious to know, like, what are you most excited about to jump into this first time you've done a parenting podcast? Very different than anything you've done before, but what are you excited about?
5: Well, you know, I will say though, Jonathan, Colton, and I, and Ask Me Another ended up talking so much about our kids. And that was something that we got so much great feedback on it. It was part of the inspiration that led me to go, there's a world out there where this is needed and important. And it's the same thing that I loved with Ask Me Now that, that I'm looking forward to, which is connecting with my listeners. And right. we are going to set up all different kinds of ways for people to interact with us and actually also be part of the show. So we're going to have ways for people to call and share their stories so we can create some lovely audio montages and stuff. I know that I'm going to connect with and be inspired by talking to great comics and funny people and feel better and connected, but it's the listeners when I know that they heard something that made them feel
4: not alone. It's what the whole thing's for. Absolutely. Well, the vibe and the the humor and this whole spirit of what you bring to shows is a huge part of what makes them so much fun and I can't wait to listen to this. We've talked about parenting being a joke. We've also talked a little bit about how recording and working from home can be a joke because <laughs> you've got construction work <laughs> happening behind you. Oh
0: my I now suddenly
4: hear neighbor's yard work happening, so it's going to make for a great audio experience here you
5: know and this is life it's all part of the same thing people want authentic here it is
4: everybody this is (laughs) is right here but thank you we're super excited to have you as part of iheart podcast looking forward to parenting as a joke but ophira thanks for spending a few minutes with us thanks i am thrilled thanks will all right take care and thank you guys for joining us again today we'll be back uh, next week
3: Conversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.